Hello friends and folks and welcome to Scanline Media's 2023 Gimmick Awards. We are here to talk about the year that we've had and the medias we've experienced. Well, for 2023, I'm Six Detmar. I'm Jennifer Uncle. I'm Kyrie Page. And this time we are here to talk about the best fighting game toolkit. It is, uh, or just best fighting toolkit, I suppose is how we've written it down. Mm -hmm. This is for characters who are either new or have had an interesting uh, new variant on their fighting game move list, basically, right? That's right. Yeah, so the qualifications are, like you said, either a brand new character that has shown up in 2023 or has had an interesting enough revision that it's warrant it's warranted to talk about them mm -hmm. uh and since we have branched off all the uh, other action stuff into its own franchise this or its own category this is just actual fighting game characters jen can you read our list please sure thing we have uh suisei hoshimachi from idol showdown we have Jury, Jamie, Marissa, and Ryu from Street Fighter VI. We have Brawler and Spectre from DNF Duel. Hinako Shijo from King of Fighters XV. Anita and Siegfried from Grand Blue Fantasy vs. Rising. And Asuka R. Sharp, Bedman, and Johnny from Guilty Gear Strive. Yeah. Um, been a, been a, actually, like, we've had a great time, right? But it has, in fact, been a kind of quiet year for fighting games besides Street Fighter VI. Yeah, yeah. Not, like, I, I've been having fun with fighting games in 2023. Um, mm -hmm. but it's mostly mm -hmm. with, like, characters I already know. I just wanted to, there's one we could cut real quick. We can cut, uh, Suisei Hoshimachi from Idol Showdown. I mostly wanted to name check Idol Showdown as like a cool fan project. And yeah, Suisei was just like the character that clicked the most for me. But, you know, it's like, I don't know, it was kind of fun to mess with that thing. And it was cool to see a like fan made fighting game. And I've seen, um, some tournament footage of it and it's cool but i don't think it necessarily hangs yeah i didn't end up adding any any um idol showdown characters i wasn't a particular fan of of suisei in that um because i mean it is a very cool fan project and free game but taking it seriously as a fighting game i don't think anyone felt very good yeah it just like yeah like even your like even Corona, who was basically the Ryu of that game, felt a little stilted and stiff. But mm -hmm. I'm glad that people found enjoyment out of it, and it was a cool thing to have exist. For sure, for sure. Um, so a couple of of Guilty Gear characters on here. I feel like this year is more of us appreciating what they're going for than what they've actually done this year. Yeah. Let's uh let's start with an easy like this uh, feels like another name check, but it also so let's start with Bedman. Mm-hmm. Um so Bedman has been radically changed from his Exard from like their Exard appearance. Um I think 
what they've done with Bedman is narratively interesting in like the story, but like they've kind of changed Bedman to be more of a it's hard to describe what Bedman is like now in Strive. It feels like a little bit of like Faust in which you're betting on luck a little bit. I mean, it's a it's a it's an interesting situation where you are like kind of playing with like input buffer almost right mm. where you input moves and they happen three seconds later. Um, and you're the, the thing is it, both you and the other player know what you've done and it is trying to set up for that three seconds later um, in an interesting way. Ultimately, I think it's a fun concept and not actually that fun in execution. Yeah, mm. that's where I'm at. Um, yeah. Anything going on with Strive? That's all you because uh, that's all y'all because I have played some Strive in the past. I have not touched any of the three characters here. The one I've played the most of is Asuka R Sharp, which I, I want to talk about more because I feel like we can hit up Johnny real quick as well. Uh, Johnny is back. They made him slightly less of a, like, janky. Like, frankly, his, the whole Mistfinder shit was, like, weird and jank, right? We can all agree on that? To a certain degree, yes. Um, it was cool in its own way, but it was also, like, this weird... They've done some stuff here where Johnny isn't immediately top tier, um, <laughs> which is uh, a change for Guilty Gear because, like, in uh, Plus R and Exard, he's very solidly in the upper echelon of characters. Um, but they've done some fun stuff. They they lean more into the card aesthetic uh, for Johnny in which he throws cards and he uses that for set play. Um and it is it is kind of interesting to have him show up and basically be unchanged, like aesthetically and narratively from Exard as well, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. which is funny in its own way. Yeah, yeah, because he is the kind of guy who doesn't feel you know, like <laughs> I, I think it is very appropriate with how much they've changed May for Johnny to show up late and it be like. May, he hasn't changed at all. You've outgrown this man. <laughs> yeah. I do love, I do love that in the intro, like the special intro between Johnny and Testament, uh, like Johnny's like, hey, good looking, want to get a drink? And Testament goes, who are you? <laughs> Extremely funny interaction. Yeah. Um, um, Obviously, by the by the way, I know Mistfinder is back. It's just the way it worked before was just like his entire game plan was just setting up unblockables, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a little more to him now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it does is is not going to stay on this list. I don't think either of us actually like playing him. <laughs> no, no. Um, and Oscar R. Sharp, I mostly respect. There is a reputation that, that ArcSys has, Arc System Works, um, of making characters that are like a bunch of gauges and custom meters and such complex mechanics, right? Um, and everyone's like, why can't you just be like your big brother Street Fighter? Why can't you be straightforward? Uh, first of all, I don't want that, personally. Personally, no. subsystems. Yeah. I think they're really fun. Um, Systems are fun. I understand the concern. Yeah. 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 
And uh, Asuka R Sharp is them taking what has been for a while there, like of the games they directly made, not like just published, like, you know, DNF, right? Mm-hmm. Of games they directly made, like the most straightforward, right? In that front. Um, and over the course of the DLC, it's gotten more complicated. And Asuka R Sharp is them saying, fuck you, this is the most complicated character we've ever made. Right. So Asuka's deal is that he basically, he's. <laughs> He has a deck of cards that he draws randomly into each attack strength. And depending on the cards that he has in his hand, he is like either the best like zoner in the game or like it's it's mostly like zoning tools, but it's it's hard to wrap my head around like Asuka or Sharp makes my brain hurt. Mm. It like it reminds me of some other characters I played in other games like Invoker in, in Dota 2 where it is this the like very elaborate complicated spellcaster where there's a lot of stuff for you to remember um and ultimately i think it's in service of a character who's fine um i don't have a beef but like when when oscar r sharp is really firing on all cylinders he's standing there while cubes hit you over and over for 30 seconds and it's fucking boring <laughs> mm-hmm. but it is it is kind of nice to see strive like you said change the lever from oh we're gonna make these like simple straightforward characters to fuck you learn five new systems and we're not like Elfelt is not on this list because i don't think what they did with her is very interesting which is a shame yeah uh, did either of us play enough hinako shijo to really have an opinion or is it just that we like the, the that the sumo girl is back we kind of I, I mostly put her on there because i like that the sumo girl is back <laughs> I like that the sumo girl is back, but we didn't play her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Field is, is narrowing fast because then we also have a bunch of stuff that like, I think Jamie in street fighter six, we applaud them doing a character like this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this like, staggered like you know subsystem based install character drunken master stuff um and it's cool and the character is just like it's i don't like to base my ratings in this based on like their tier right Mm -hmm. but jamie is so underpowered that it's hard to see his potential shine which is a shame like jamie was actually the first character i gravitated towards um same yeah because I wanted to try out the new characters. Although there is actually one new character. Jen, why don't why isn't your main on here? Hmm? Kimberly. Yeah, Kimberly's fun. I, I guess I guess we could put her on here. Yeah. Because <laughs> Kimberly is actually a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, she does a lot of neat things with momentum where like a lot of her specials and things like that are come from like getting a running start into the other character. Yeah, it's sort of a fun combination of Guy and uh, Ibuki, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. And then she has, like, her level three is, like, a permanent install state, which is, like... I mean, a, a couple of characters in Street Fighter Six have, like, install states, including Jamie. But Jamie's... The thing that's, like, weak about his is that he has to get up to four drinks to get into, like, his full Drunken Master mode. But that resets at the, like... That resets after every round. Like, mm-hmm. 
I always like I felt like it would have been nice if I don't know maybe his drink level went down by like two at the end of a round or something because he's sobered up between or rounds. if his base moveset wasn't just so dog shit. I yeah, mean, that's the thing, right? Is he just he just can't compete until he's had a few drinks? Uh huh. You know, and he has a dog shit dive kick. Yeah. Um, um. So Jamie's definitely going, and and I think there's a lot of style there, and I think if they ever make like Jamie like upper half of the game, they give him buffs to make his tools shine. Like he's you know he won't go back on the awards because we you don't get a new en- you don't get a new entry you don't get a repeat entry because you buffed someone. But mm-hmm. like I think he could be really special. Yeah. He also had like I do love his critical art animation a lot. Like the throat rip is like mm-hmm. very oddly like violent for a street fighter game but it's really cool yeah but yeah like to swing it back to like kimberly a little bit i think kimberly is like aesthetically like really fun um she is like just a young ninja girl which is just like like there's a lot of peppy energy to her especially in her level three in which like she spends three meters and it allows her to listen to music on her uh, Walkman, which increases like her attack damage and things like that. While also like the start of it being like a really good, like really stylish super. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoy playing her a lot. It, it fits well with my rushdown style. I think. If I have criticisms of her, I think there is a little of like, too many different things going on with her mm-hmm. right like she has the teleports she has the running like stuff she has the grabs she has the install she has her like paint can oki projectile but it's like she gets a limited number of them but then she could do a special move to get more and it's like i don't know that it, it fully coheres for me that's fair yeah also, the other problem is, um, and I'm not just throwing shade at you, Jen, but like every Kimberly I've ever played, uh, just assumes they're fighting a computer. Basically, <laughs> it's just like they have one setup they do, and once you counter it, they don't change a single thing, and they just do the same thing over and over. Mm. It's just like, no, I I know I can jump when you do the dive. I know you stop. I know I can jump. I know. Stop it. yeah i guess that's fair i mean i don't know if it is right because i mean that is that is my experience with it and i guess this is about our experiences i don't know whether to hold that against the character though i think it's there's a degree to which a lot of people who are impatient gravitate towards a fast character Mm. Uh, how about it a question that might be a little bit easier what makes Ryu different enough in Street Fighter Six to give they him a spot here? They changed my boy for the first time in decades. Yeah, yeah. I I think his incarnation here in Six is like a further development and a proper realization of what they wanted to do in Five, which is to say, so for most of the history of Street Fighter, they have been filling in the gap between Street Fighter Two and Three chronologically. Mm-hmm. Um, or you know, backfilling, of course, with the alphas and stuff, right? Um, because you have the fun character conflict of of Ryu and the Satsui no Hado and trying to fight this, you know, dark urge and blah blah blah, right? Mm-hmm. Very anime. 
because of this, it's always been like new games. It's always been like, all right, how, what is his new struggle with this thing? And at Street Fighter 3, it's like he beats it. He has beaten the Satsui no Hado. And because of that, he's got a new super that's, you know, listen, you can do some fun setups around the Denjin Hadouken, right? Um, but mostly he's not that different. He has a different vibe, but not actually that different of a play style. Um, and six is them being finally having a chance to be like, look, this is Ryu, like, Ryu's character arc is complete, and this is what his moveset looks like, and it is, he has the Denjin, uh, like, install stuff, right? He has the, um, like, like, thunder, like, palm move, Shogeki, right? Mm -hmm. He's got, like... I think... Go ahead, please. I think it's actually really, like, narrative, like, you know... Sometimes you talk about like narrative stuff when it comes to this sort of thing. I think it's just narratively cool to have this evolution of Ryu from having to spend a bunch of super meter to get into dungeon state, like from Street Fighter 3 or in Street Fighter 5, in which you have to go into V trigger to activate the stuff, to Ryu has reached a point of mastery in which he could just do it. He just closes his eyes for a second and he's got it. Yeah, he closes his eyes. He takes a deep breath, which is mechanically represented by hitting, like, down-down heavy punch, I believe, and he just charges it up. And it's like, that's a really cool way to represent Ryu's growth as a character because, I mean, there's a new protagonist character at this point. Like, it's Luke Mm -hmm. now, who is going on his journey to get stronger. And Ryu is at this point of, like we said, mastery. And it's been traditionally, I feel like Ryu is a character, like, what is the iconic Ryu strategy? You throw a fireball, they jump it, you DP them for jumping, right? Mm-hmm. It's like... That's a, defined, a great fo- <laughs> that defined fighting games for decades. And it still does to some extent, right? But, like, he... It is not, like, it is the extreme long-range, extreme close-range, and... What they've done with Street Fighter VI Ryu is they have said this is a character who has, like, through Street Fighter II, III, IV, the alphas, he has the two things, like, his two core, like, techniques that he's very good at. And what he has learned is how to, like, fill in the rest of it. It's not that he emphasized his strengths. He did the mature thing and learned a bunch of other tools that feel elegant and well-integrated. You give him too much space, he does the Denjin Charge. He has the Donkey Kick back. He has a Shogeki for pressure or for combos. He, like... It feels... Like this is a character who you didn't realize how binary Ryu was because it was a digital Ryu and now you have an analog Ryu. I think he might win this category, to be honest. Hmm. Ryu is like a really strong contender um, because again, it's, it's just nice to see through mechanics and narrative, see Capcom acknowledge the growth that the character has had and also just giving him some interesting new tools like, making the dungeon available at any time, the palm, like the palm Hadouken that he does, like, it's just, it's dope. They changed my boy in for the better. And this is sort of, this is maybe, you you could say this is unfair to consider, but they also changed Ken so thoroughly that the two feel really different now. Oh, yeah. Is, is Ken the secret protagonist of Six, given all the 
weird backstory shit that's going on with him. Well, the thing is, you don't feel bad for him, so no. <laughs> <laughs> he's more like he's more like a tertiary writer that you just don't care about his arc. <laughs> yeah, he's. I, I gotta he's destabilize this region because my wife. I have to pretend to leave my family. It's like okay, yeah, you, cool. <laughs> you pull up. He is. He is like. I think Kyria is kind of onto it. It's this situation where if Street Fighter were an anime. You like the fandom would roll their eyes, being like, "Oh, it's a Ken episode," and the protagonists show up to help Ken, and Ken's like, "You have to understand how hard my life is." And they're like, "Okay," and they help him with a problem, and they're like, "See you later, Ken." And as they're walking away, they don't hear him say, "Don't go." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the the audience is way more interested in like fighting moments of fucking uh, Luke and Jamie shipping. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think. Also, the this is another weird influence of tiers, right? Um, Ken is top tier. Ken has been top tier so far the whole time. Not necessarily the very top, but always in the top. And every pro Ken player has spent the whole time trying to tell you how bad he is. And I frankly <laughs> hold that against Ken. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> like, we'll talk about it in another category, or may have already talked about it chronologically. These are weird. Uh, a Ken won Evo. Mm-hmm. And then, and then went on a stream to be like, you don't, guys don't understand, Ken is so bad. I was like, shut up, you just won Evo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but not on this list, Ken, for... We're just explaining why, I think. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Okay. I guess Street Fighter Six is going to be the hardest category overall. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Um, <clears throat> I could talk a little bit about Jury. I don't know if she's top three, but I'm just glad that they fixed her. She feels so fucking good in this game. She does. She feels like her Street Fighter 4 uh, uh, version. Yeah, five. the five design of Jury was such a misfire, you know? And I played a lot of Jury in Street Fighter 4. She was my main. And then when we got to Street Fighter 5, all the changes that they made were just bad. It felt bad. It just didn't synthesize well into the things that I liked about that character. But for Street Fighter 6, they took the good ideas that were present in Street Fighter 5, which was her ability to... Instead of, like, in Street Fighter V, she charged three different type of, like, fireball, basically, and they would be spent in a combo, basically. They would be spent in a combo in Street Fighter V, and it felt bad. In Street Fighter VI, it's like, she just builds up charges, and then you can spend them freely as either a light, medium, or heavy version. Uh, they gave her her dive kickback. Um mm -hmm. Which is just great. I love her dive kick. Her dive kick has always felt really good to do because Street Fighter characters just don't have that type of air mobility, um, typically. And it just always felt good to do. Um I like like I I tried Jamie for a while, mostly because I had been so burned by like Street Fighter V jury that I was like, can I really go back to my uh, toxic girlfriend. It's like, yes, I can. <laughs> also, they made her a fail woman narratively. That's hilarious <laughs> to me. <laughs> they did do that. So, tell me, how do you like? 
you, have you seen like how do you think about the implementation of feng shui engine in this one i like it better um like as a level two install like a lot of characters have level two installs in this game so it's appropriate here and i think that like it operates like feng shui engine from street fighter 4 but you never like the problem with feng shui engine that i had in street fighter 4 was the fact that i couldn't go with the ultra that i liked which was the reversal one Mm -hmm. and this like elegantly allows her to have like all the interesting options from four and the good ideas from five rolled into one really elegant character that just feels really fun to play. Plus, you know, she can use Feng Shui as a reversal now, right? Yes. Yeah. With the holding, hold it for the dash. Um, yeah. Um, so I, the, the thing with Feng Shui in four was that it was a super that was like until near the end of the game's life was suboptimal because you just had to lab so much and do so much technical stuff to get to make it better than her combo super. And even then it was like, okay, yeah, it is better if you're insanely good at technical inputs. Um, it was mostly just the worst option, you know? Mm-hmm. But here it's like the option is there for when you want it. And I have found myself like wanting to use it occasionally when it's like when trying to break through someone's defenses, you know? Mm. Like, sure. I I think that I I I went back to her and I have been having a fantastic time uh, with her. Um, and again, the, I I mentioned it briefly, but like narratively, they made her a total fucking loser, and that's great because like they tried to make her into like a I don't know what they were trying in Street Fighter Five. Well, it, it, it's one of those things where retroactively it works. At the time, it did not work, but they've made it work because in 5, she was like, and now I'm going to become the big bad, and 6 is like, and she failed at that. <laughs> and she's bad at it. She's the type of person who, if you invited her to ice cream, like she would say, fuck off, and then get really sad that she didn't go get ice cream. I love that, like, her outfit 2 or outfit 3 is just that onesie. That apparently she wears around at home. Precious loser. Uh, I think we can cut Spectre from DNF Duel. Um, we can. I actually think Spectre is a little underwhelming. Yeah, she was like... I think aesthetically, she's cool. Um, But that's about like the long and short of it. Like, she has like a zip wire move in that game. Um which is fun to mess with, but I just never felt like her toolkit really coalesced into anything particularly interesting. Yeah, I mean, the thing she could do is, like, she, she can zip wire up to either do a fireball or a helmbreaker. It's just not that exciting. And, like, not even an air fireball. She drops down to the ground to do the fireball, right? She just has really basic tools, and her art and her animations are kind of slick, but when you get down to what you're doing, it doesn't feel that good, and it doesn't seem that effective, except for the DNF dual special of long combos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brawler, on the other hand. Brawler should not... like Brawler is a dumb design that should be bad and isn't. It's true. <laughs> Brawler is 
like <laughs> I don't a even... dumb man with a bunch of like like <laughs> scrap metal wrapped in cloth on a chain and it's really fun. <laughs> it's really fun. He has like a necklace made of like barbed wire something like that. It's just so edgy, but he's like his tools are just like really fun. Um he basically has uh last dread dust from like Cody. Um, oh yeah, he does. Um he Jen at one for his super he bashes you with like a giant bat wrapped in chains. Hmm. Okay. Um but like he's just like total He was just immediately fun to mess with, and while his projectile is pretty useless um, with launching barrels that are really slow, and then if he gets hit during the startup, they just go away. Um, but his other tools are like really interesting and cool. Like you can sweep for a knockdown and then set up basically these rocks that fall from above and use that as like part of a mix-up. He's just he's cool. He's cool because he's so dumb. And a lot of, like, he's got great, like, pokes and good combos, but he also, like, has this thing where uh, several of his moves do, like, dots, like, damage over time, and he drops those on you and then just wants to keep you blocking while you're bleeding to death and make you take risks, and then he can punish you with the fucking, you know, the, the rocks from the sky, and I think it's a really fun move list that doesn't feel overpowered at least to me i'm not you know mm-hmm. i'm not at the highest end of competition but he doesn't feel overpowered but fighting him it always feels like he is putting you in an uncomfortable position in a way that's really good big chain whip like you jump back launch this chain whip and that's just really fun like he's just like dnf characters work really well when they are just immediately interesting and fun to mess with and i think brawler works Mm-hmm. Yeah, I personally don't have much to say about DNF Duel. Like, I've tried it a few times. I think it's fun. I I think Arc System Works' uh, particular visual style um, makes it interesting to look at, but uh, the characters just bounce right off me. Like, they don't have enough. Per- they don't have the kind of personalities that I, that I'm into. For sure. I I mean, I think it is. You know. We've talked on previous episodes, because this is a DLC character, we've talked about base game characters that have the kind of personality we were looking for, and it's like <laughs> the psychotic Christian, right? <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, and even then, um, there's been a DLC character released in 2024, I think, or was it, it might have been late December. Late December, Battle Mage. Um, we haven't tried that character because Grand Blue is out, and so yeah. we stopped caring. <laughs> Um, what's the opposite of, like, shoutouts to the people who decided to name, like, Her Magic Spheres Chasers? Listen, listen, listen. I'm listening. My friend, I'm listening. This is to you, partially, and also to certain, like, friends of ours and subcultures. I do get it, and it is funny. We can't expect the whole world to have the same relationship to that term that we do. It's fucking absurd, all right? (laughs) It's just very funny to occasionally be on like like the look on DNF duels like Twitter or whatever and just see the word chasers emblazoned in stars. That's pretty funny. Um anyway. Speaking of Grand Blue. 
yeah, we have two Grand Blue characters on here. Um, we have Anila and Siegfried. Um, I am going to say something unpopular, and I say I think Anila gets cut. Okay. She's a wolf okay. in sheep's clothing, though. She's, like, she is very fun. I think the work done on, like, her animations and her art style is fantastic. Um, I think she's a really straightforward character to a degree that ends up undermining her. Mm. She can but throw it... a sheep at you or she can run at you and, and hit, hit you with a sheep. It's like, she doesn't, there aren't a lot of levels to her game in a way that I think is unfortunate. Yeah. It is unfortunate because she is a generally a pretty fun character to play. And also she's just like aesthetically like a fun character because she in her Japanese version, at the very least, she speaks in very old, like almost old man Japanese. But she has a cutesy anime voice like that's mm -hmm. funny. Yeah, she's she's very charming and reasonably fun to play. as. You know, what they should have given her not to not to fix it here. Right. But like. What if they gave her the Goku Black, like, binding Kamehameha, where, like, a sheep pops up from behind you and holds you down <laughs> where she gets you the projectile? That, or the sheep just belly flops on you. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. Um, but as is, she just doesn't have enough to do, and it's kind of a bummer. Uh, Siegfried has enough to do. <laughs> yeah, Siegfried is the classic guy who has a massive fucking sword and will use it to the best of his abilities. Jen, I believe you played someone who plays as Siegfried. What was your experience met like fighting Siegfried? It was a lot of fun. Like uh basically I ended up playing with my friend and uh I was at I was Zeta, she was Siegfried and at a certain point we were thinking we would end up switching, but uh we just kept rematching each other again and again and again because the matchup was so fun. Yeah, Siegfried kind of feels like uh, something that I've always expected Guilty Gear to do and never did, which is trying to fuse soul and order soul into one character. Mm -hmm. uh, Siegfried is a Shoto gorilla. Uh, he can throw fireballs and do DPs, but mostly he wants to run at you and swing big sword, go oof. <laughs> that is true. Like, and also, like Order Soul, he has, like, a powered-up state that he can enter. Um, like, he basically has a dragon install. Uh, but that also, one, yeah. Yeah, he also has the ability to, like, build up these stocks um, to enhance his moves. Mm-hmm. And just, he has just fun moves, too. Like, his, um... He's got, like, this, uh, in the place of a Tatsu, where a Shoto might have that, he has this, like, big, like, sword sweep, and if he does it normal, it's just a good move you can do in combos. EX can be in combos or can be an overhead, and then the metered version is an unblockable, so he can, like, he is a character who loves to hit buttons, and then he does the fun thing that fighting games can do, where it's like, oh, okay, so the solution is not to hit buttons against him. No, that is not the solution. <laughs> that is not the answer, in fact. Do not respect this man. It will get worse. Also, I can't tell if this is going to be a positive or negative for y'all, but he reminds me of the human version of Nightmare and Soul Calibur. <laughs> I think it's fun. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. And I, 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 think it's, I think it's a fun thing about him. 
he's got a big swingy and that's like pretty entertaining uh-huh. and he has been fun to fight as well because like he has just enough gaps in his armor that i never felt like necessarily overwhelmed by the matchup but it is like he could still absolutely steamroll you you feel like when you when you get when you get squashed by him you're like i fucked up that's my fault so yeah i guess at this point i'm comfortable cutting kimberly like uh I do enjoy playing her a whole lot, but I kind of agree with what Six said that uh, it's kind of a bunch of ideas thrown together at once and some of them work super well. And then others like I basically never pay attention to my paint cans or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's something to respect in a character that gives you tools to enable multiple different play styles. But I think if a, if a toolkit is more successful when it also tempts you to experiment, and I don't think Kimberly does. Uh, I'm also willing to lose Marissa. You want to talk about her real quick? Because I believe she is your main in Street Fighter Six. Yeah, and I like her a lot, a lot. Um, Marissa is an attempt to make a grappler with no grab basically is what marissa is maraca marissa is a big body armor character who relies on like armor and strikes and combos um and i think she's very fun i think she's especially fun in street fighter which is a game that doesn't get these kinds of characters right street fighter is you know people talk about a game being footsie heavy and you know i think that's fair but also, it's just like, it's not a game where you where you always have to consider what another character can do, right? Mm-hmm. But if you think about, like, like watching, like, Top 8 at Evo of Street Fighter 4 or 5, we all know what that looks like. It's the characters, like, shimmying back and forth, trying to find the moment where, where they are in the right spot and their opponent is in the wrong one, right? And Marissa doesn't play that game, and it makes her feel spectacular. Um... However, for as much as I enjoy her, like, as far as who I like the most on this list, she wins, but that's not what we're asking. Mm-hmm. And what she does is punch hard over and over. And I think that's really fun, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure that is the right kind of thing to win this category. Right. Like, what we, what we tend to try and. Re- award is like either novelty or like an interesting take on an old character or something that like stood out you know and and marissa is like a really well-tuned well-executed archetype in a fighting game that doesn't usually get anything like this archetype but i mean you know you 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 put Broly in Dragon Ball form, or Broly from Dragon Ball in Street Fighter for me. I appreciate it, but I don't know if it feels right to have that win. So, who do we have left? Uh, right now we're down to four. We have Jury, Ryu, Brawler, and Siegfried. I I I think the list, as much as I really like Jury. Jury is just like it's all it's her stuff from four and five that was interesting with like mm-hmm. which is an interesting way to go about that character 
they brought her back, and I'm really happy for that. But I think the three is, like, Ryu, Brawler, and Siegfried. Like, I think... Like, I think of those three represent, like, the really interesting direction that fighting games, like, took in 2023. Yeah, yeah you're right. I think that's probably the right call. Yeah, yeah. so okay. we can cut jury, I think. Um, so, I think Siegfried can't win. Because I think Siegfried is very fun, but it is kind of, you know, just Gorilla Shoto. I think it's great to have in the game. I think if Charlotta wasn't in the game, I would probably be playing Siegfried. Um, but I don't know that the creativity is is super high there. It's just just good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think Brawler is a lot of fun. I think... Honestly, I I think Ryu does win this because. Go uh, ahead, sorry. Jen, you seem like you have something you want to say. I guess for this particular group of three, I would prefer Ryu just because. Uh, I I brawler and DNF duel like in general just don't do anything for me, but uh, hmm. that might not be a good reason to just push him aside entirely. I don't know. I mean, that could be... I want to take that into consideration. I think Brawler as a character is a much more... is a, Like, I really admire what they've done with Ryu, but if we are honest with ourselves, a lot of Ryu has remained untouched. And I think that is a success, mm-hmm. right? I'm not trying to knock it, but, like, Brawler as this, like variable range pressure character who has these tools to punish you for impatience and punish you for patience and do all of this while feeling cohesive and also not feeling unfair, I think is pretty remarkable. When you put it that way. Yeah. Brawler is really fucking fun. Is the thing (laughs) like, I think that's the, like he represents like the, strength of dnf duel as like a fighting game um of just like presenting interesting tools in a very quick way like i remember when brawler had come out six like you and i are matches like the way they evolved so quickly was really Mm -hmm. fun and also just like i think aesthetically like he is He's so stupid. He's so dumb. And there's something really charming in that because, like, the elements on their own of, oh, this guy who can, like, poison you and set you on fire and launches barrels at you all sound dumb as hell. And it is. And that's what makes it, like, so charming and funny. But like, it also is a weakness, too, right? I mean, like, to, to Jen's point and Jen's feelings on DNF Duel, like, the criticism you can level at DNF Duel if you're being unkind is that it feels like someone right like was you're going they're gonna go to their friend to like Comic Con and they didn't have a concept for the costume so they just grabbed a bunch of random shit and no one looks more like that than Brawler. Uh, it's just a collection of clothing that happens to be on a man. 
Yeah. And that's funny, but that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, I kind of wish that there was a bit more from Street Fighter Six that we could feature, just because, like, having Ryu be the example of Street Fighter, like, of course he's the poster boy, but also he's the most... He's the plainest character in the entire series. Like, that has not changed. I think it has. That's... I think in Street Fighter Six, Jamie... Or, not Jamie, excuse me. Um, Luke. I was like, Jake, that's <laughs> not his name. <laughs> um, uh, Luke, Jake, what's your name? <laughs> Luke is now the Ryu of Street Fighter, and Ryu isn't anymore. Ryu feels like one of the... like. You know, the, the roster will change and we'll have a different position. But right now, Ryu's presence in Street Fighter Six feels like Gokens or Akuma's in Street Fighter Four. Yeah. He is the interesting, complicated twist on a Shoto. And that's, mm. to me, that's the success. But, like, I mean, also, we haven't done this on any category so far. But, I mean, Jen, is there someone on this list you think is a better fit, even if we've crossed them off? Because, you know, their names are still here. I just hit Alt-Shift-Five and they're back. I do really agree with all, everything you're saying about Ryu. Like, I do... Now that you put in that context, it is interesting that, like, they took the main character who's played the same for decades and they found a way to change him significantly. But also, like, the personality and pizzazz of Street Fighter, I feel like, leans a lot more towards a character like Jury. Or Jamie. Right? I mean, like... Yeah. He is weak, but, like... I mean, if you think about, like... Street, th Street Fighter 3, right? Where they introduce these characters and are like, these are gonna be the future of Street Fighter, and Ryu's here to pass on the torch. And you looked at them and you went, Dude, no, they're not. Like, oh, they're I not. like these characters. These people are not gonna take the spot from Ryu and Ken. It's not gonna happen. And from, a like, a... a franchise perspective it still won't happen because Ryu and Ken are big enough that literally nothing can make them leave right, right. they are money draws but thematically I think the Luke Jamie rivalry is capable of, of supplanting them I believe it I think Jamie could be the cover star of a street fighter yeah He's so weak. <laughs> He's really weak. That's the problem. But, but like, how stupid would we feel if they release Ed or they release Akuma and they patch Jamie and he's good now? And we're like, damn, we didn't give him best fighting toolkit because he's low tier? Are we idiots? <laughs> and Jamie is also fun to play. Like, at, our, at a low level, like... It is interesting to, like, do drink setups, and, like, when he goes into that drunken master mode, it he looks great. Like, he looks so cool. Like, his hair is, like, flowing out everywhere, and he's just flowing, and it's... I wish it was faster to get into that state, but damn, Jamie is actually really cool. <laughs> and also, like... It's awesome to see, like, the whole trope of the drunken master in video games subverted, because in every other game I've seen that type of character, it was always, like, an old man with a big beard or something like that, and, uh... It's a hot guy now. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's a hot guy who's, like, 
I don't mean like there's a way to take this really negatively, but like he is a guy who would who you'd like meet at the club, right? Like a lot of the drunken masters are like, oh, he's secretly strong, and Jamie is like there with a beer in his hand, being like, bro, you wouldn't believe how strong I am. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, uh, should we cut Siegfried? I think. I think Siegfried's. The, I mean, like when we when we were talking about top, we immediately were like, well, it's not Siegfried. Jen, yeah. how would you feel about Jamie Ryu brawler with Jamie winning? That sounds good to me. That works. I think. Yeah, that actually that feels a lot better now that we've said it. Like, yeah, I think I think Siegfried is is really is a really fun character, but as we said, not like a particularly imaginative one. Just a fun execution on like a yeah. A, I know I keep saying it, but Gorilla Shoto, right? Just an aggro Shoto. I also like another thing that I love about Jamie. I mean, the reason why I even gravitated towards him in the first place was because like like his combination of like drunken master fighting and also break dancing. That's just like a lot of fun. That's like a really like youthful energy to street fighter. Like, yeah, he fits really well. And like, yeah, his, his like dive kick is dog shit, but they can adjust the hip boxes. And yeah, he's not quite as strong until he gets his fourth drink in them, but like they can buff that. I think I I'm convinced. Yeah. Like yeah, Jamie should win. Jamie should absolutely win. Yeah, like he's second only to Luke when it comes to. In addition to all that, he's sec he's second only to Luke when it comes to bringing this sort of uh, positive. It, it basically he represents the positive energy Street Fighter Six is going for, just in terms of like, okay, here's all these people, and you can be a fighter too. I mean, his fucking level three is he takes you to the training room, right? <laughs> yeah, and it gets, like, he's the only one that has, like, a unique, like, KO screen, too. Yeah. That's, like, yeah. again, that throat rip is, like, really fucking sick. Um, Nothing makes me feel as bad as when I'm, like, I've been trying my best, and then Jamie does the level three, and my character throws out a jab, and he swats it away and says, terrible! And I'm like, it was, it was okay! Listen! <laughs> I know you're good at this, but it was a good jab! Be nice to me. <laughs> and then that snap, it's like, God, Jamie is actually really cool. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. And even if you don't do the throat, even if you don't have, you know, like drunken states, so you don't get the, the throat slit, right? Um, you still get the fucking gunshot sound effect when he kicks them into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> that he can combo off of. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jen, thank you for calling Brawler ugly. <laughs> it turned out it helped. <laughs> I think this is a list we can... I think we're all pretty good with this list. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is the right list. Uh, our winner for Best Fighting Toolkit is Jamie from Street Fighter Six, with runners-up Ryu from Street Fighter Six and Brawler from DNF Duel. Uh, Shout-outs it's, it's to, to our winners, our nominees... And our runners up, of course. We'll be back with more awards, have some more fun stuff for you, and uh, hopefully some some cool stuff. And you know, I think we're gonna get Tekken Eight this year, right? Yeah, that's coming out in. <laughs> but at the time of recording, a couple weeks. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. Uh, so we'll look forward to DLC number one, Heihachi Mishima. And they're also doing a new Undernight the same day. Yeah, that's true. Did you see the clip of... Shit, Tekken guy, what's his name? I can't think of it right now. Um, Jin? Kazuya? No, the, the man, the developer. Oh, Harada. Yes, yeah. of Harada uh, talking to JDCR. <laughs> He he! They, I forget they did some trailer, and after after it, it's like the you know the panelists are there, and they're like, "Wow, do you have anything to say, uh, Mister Harada?" And her, uh, JDCR is a uh, very like one of the best Tekken players in the world, and always plays Heihachi, right? And he goes, Harada goes, "I have a message to JDCR. Heihachi is completely dead." <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm uh, gonna have to play as uh, Heihachi's secret daughter this time, I think. Reina looks really cool. She looks fun. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back with more awards. Until we are, folks. Peace out. See ya. Later. Later.